Super Talk Mississippi media production. Well, free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good Friday afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour, live from Sully's in South Hattiesburg, one of the great restaurants here in the Pine Belt. We're glad to be down here again this afternoon. I want to thank the good people at Sully's for uh, providing us a wonderful lunch every time we come. It's really just fantastic and uh, always a pleasure to be down here. Bob Kelly and Michael Mergens here at Sully's. Michael has the Michael had the. Um, the uh, Philly steak, Michael. Yeah. Give us give us your evaluation. Really good. It was awesome. Something different. Usually I do a burger, and everyone was getting on me about that each time. So. But, but the burgers mm-hmm. are great here. They are, but They're I want to do something different. You had onion rings, though, too, didn't you? I always have onion rings. I love the Best onion rings, onion rings yeah. ever. Yeah. I had the great lunch that they served down here five days a week. And Kelly is, I guess, watching his figure again. Yeah. We're getting closer to summer. Yeah, watching the figure go the wrong direction. And Kelly had nothing. Nothing. Pearl River Junior College, Kelly, won the state championship in basketball, and their point guard is soon to be the Golden Eagles point guard. Their coach, as we we learned earlier this week, and you already knew, is one colorful guy. So we invited him back on the show. We'll have him a little later to talk about uh, where these kids go next and uh, how the future Golden Eagle did in the state championship. They defeated Northeast last night 79-70 at East Mississippi, which was hosting the Mac Jack state championship. They'll all go on now to the Region 23 tournament uh, next week. So some of those teams will get another shot at Pearl River. But in the meantime, the Wildcats still undefeated 25-0, and Bob. Nobody has uh, figured yeah. out a way. That's pretty remarkable. At, at whatever level. That's you know, exactly the fact that right. you're not going to stub your toe one time, at least not yet, anyway. That's exactly right. Well, Southern Miss baseball is less than an hour away from getting back on the field. The Golden Eagles are in Lake Charles, Louisiana. They're scheduled to play Valpo this afternoon at 2 o'clock and then again at 1 o'clock tomorrow. They'll also play McNeese State tomorrow afternoon at 4 o'clock. And then Saturday, uh, 4 o'clock Saturday and then 1 p.m. Saturday. I'm trying to look here and see, Kelly. Friday and 1 p.m. Saturday. So the Golden Eagles are going to play Valpo at 1 o'clock on Saturday and turn around and play McNeese State at 4 o'clock? Well, it's the same thing as really essentially playing a doubleheader. You're just playing two different teams. You know, right. So that's not, you know, playing a doubleheader is not necessarily uh, unusual. And you never know what that weather forecast might too, Bob, might, might do. There, there might right. be weather in the offing that way, and they want to make sure they get the games in. So Golden Eagles are 6-2, and two, and that's the best start under the current coach's tenure with his 2011-2018 squads. They also started 6-2. and two. Uh, Close games have been the norm for the Golden Eagles. They've had five games already, Kelly, decided by one run, including the one they lost Tuesday night to Ole Miss by one run. Young team, 
Winning most of your games, uh, six out of eight, uh, most of those are one-run games. What does that say about this young squad? It means that pitching is going to be paramount, and so far, you know, it, it has been. Uh, they haven't scored a lot of runs yet. There were a couple games where they put the bats on the ball pretty good. Again, that's not unusual at the beginning of the year when temperatures are down. You're watching arms carefully, you know, maybe limiting uh, pitching. But, um, you know, if you can – if if you have a good pitching staff, you're going to be in every game. You're obviously not going to win them all, but you're going to be in every game. And so far, so very good for the Eagles. You know, you guys talked yesterday on the show with Patrick McGee about do you think you know that the Eagles are right about where the and I I agreed with him. I think I think they're a little bit ahead of schedule, so to speak. Yeah, I would agree. And you, and you just noted that this is the best start that they've had in a while you know, that they've had. So now here's the reason this this was supposed to be a weekend where McNeese State played Valpo. Southern Miss was supposed to be in uh, West Pensacola Florida Cola yeah. this week for the that great great tournament that uh, they played in several times down there, but. Unfortunately, that tournament got canceled. They're not going to do that anymore. And that was one of the great road trips. Uh, My wife and I had been, every time they played, fantastic weekend, beautiful ballpark. But anyway, they canceled that. Not uh, far from the beach either. Right by the beach. (laughs) Uh, So McNeese State generously offered to let Southern Miss come participate in the tournament. They set up a double elimination tournament. So the Golden Eagles will get a lot of playing time. Two games against a really good McNeese State team. Two games against Valpo. Again, going back to having a bunch of kids on the team, which this is the youngest Southern Miss team I've ever seen. That's what you want, right? You just want to play a lot of baseball right now. And there would be, if you're sitting on the McNeese side of the ledger, there might be some people going, man, if you're going to put somebody else on the schedule, why do you go get Southern Miss? Those guys are good. Right. That's exactly why you go and get them. Right. Because if it comes down to, you know, push comes to shove by the selection committee a little bit later on, you're showing people that you're not afraid to play a good competition. Right. And any any win that Southern any time you can beat Southern Miss on the baseball diamond or any time you can beat McNeese on the baseball diamond right. from the Eagles point of view, that's a that's a feather in your cap. So I I'm, that's good decision that McNeese made and a good decision that Southern Miss made in going. You know, the NFL Combine is in Indianapolis. Bob Getty and Quez Watkins, the star wide receiver for Southern Miss, wowed the crowd yesterday with a 4.3840, and it looks like uh, Quez's stock is going up as we speak, unlike the other stock market. His, Boy, his, you're not kidding. His is going, Don't even bring that up. Uh, Quez Watkins up. made himself some money by running that fast. For sure. And I think, see, the other thing about schools like Southern Miss, when these guys get this oppor- these opportunities, you see them, most of these coaches and scouts will see them you know, playing a game when they've got their pads on. All the, when you see them at the combine and you're seeing how physically and how strong these guys are, um, it's amazing. You know, uh, and so Quez, he looks the part, he plays mm-hmm. the part, and, and the numbers don't lie, you know. When you see that, does it sort of remind you of yourself in your younger days? Well, I do have the body of a god, I've been told. Unfortunately, it's Buddha. But, but uh, no. Que- Hold your arms and let me see. Quez Watkins and I have nothing in common as far as I go. And good for Quez because it's done nothing for me. But, right. but so there's another guy, you know, that, that could, could carry the, the Southern Miss mantra in the NFL. Right. So good for him. And we hope so. We yeah. certainly hope so. Southern Miss football has now officially completed... Uh, the staff for 2020, uh, 
that released today, actually, with the official hirings of Tony Pecoroa, Matt Kubik, and Cedric Thomas. Pecoroa returns to the staff as the defensive coordinator and linebacker coach. Kubik will join the program as the offensive coordinator and quarterback coach, and Thomas will be the defensive back coach. Current defensive back coach, Akeem Davis, that we've had on this show several times, going to move over, Kelly, and take over the running backs. I always find that kind of odd. Here's a guy that was a, a college cornerback at Memphis State, played professional football for several years in the NFL, comes back here, takes over as the, as the defensive back coach, seemed to make sense. Now they move him to running back coach. And well, and Tony Pecoraro, who was on Jay Hobson's staff, left to go to FAU to work for Lane Kiffin. Then I think Lane Kiffin got another job. Where? I don't exactly know, remember, or care. But Tony Pecoraro now is back on the Southern Miss staff. Yeah, you think of once you make a, your name for yourself in a, as a certain coach of a certain position that that's what you would always do. Yeah. But it's not. It really is more common than you think of a guy, even at the high school level, a guy who might have coached the offensive line one year, the next year he might be the defensive line coach. Right. You know, so and, and that, again, for me, is way above my pay grade. I know nothing right. about coaching football, but it happens more than you than you think it would. Now, Kubik comes, of course, from Monroe. Uh, he was the OC and quarterbacks coach. And listen to these stats. Pretty impressive. Uh, last season, Monroe's offense was ranked 17th nationally in Division One football. They averaged 461 yards a game. Uh, their rushing attack was 26 nationally, 207 yards a game. Passing attack, 254 yards a game. That running attack is what jumps out at me because that's been a weakness of the Golden Eagles for the past three seasons. And remember, Monroe beat the Eagles a couple years ago. well, I do remember ago. that, yes. and, and a lot of people think as they went back over that schedule that that game alone is what kept the Eagles from getting a bowl bid that year. Right. So, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. I'm not saying the Eagles can't beat Louisiana Monroe because they certainly can. But I'm just saying, you know, that was a, an opportunity to kind of see what, what Monroe was about. And they didn't, they didn't play any... You know, they didn't play any slouches last year either, including they went up to Ames and played my uh, alma mater of Iowa State. The the Warhawks' problem last year was they just didn't have any defense. Their offense was great, but their defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. Right. So if they if the Warhawks can kind of shore up their defense, they're going to be a team in the Sun Belt to watch going forward. Uh, Kent, I, want, I wanted to mention two special shout-outs to Kent Hegenauer, the associate athletic director at, uh, at Southern Miss, who's been with the program now for a while. But he has announced he is uh, leaving to, be, to become the associate athletic director at the University of Nevada, the Wolfpack. He will be taking, uh, taking over... As part of that family, the University of Nevada family, but Kent Hagenauer has always been a big fan of, uh, of the show, and uh, we wish him well, wish as, him well yeah. as he moves out west. Uh, back to football real quickly. I've got just about a minute or so left. I think we're in the bumper music. Aren't we? No, I don't think so. Are we? In yeah. the bumper. So we're out of time. We'll talk about it later. All right, we're at Sully's in South Hattiesburg. Going to bring uh, the manager up here just in a moment, and uh, the Eagle Hour continues.
tuned in to the Eagle Hour. The Eagle Hour. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us uh, this afternoon around the state, wherever you're listening. I want to remind everybody about our good friends at Campus Bookmart and campusbookmart.net. It is a great place. It is a great place for you to buy your Southern Miss apparel, and uh, they'll have it in any size, any shape, any form, all sorts of apparel, all sorts of uh, merchandise, uh, all with the Southern Miss logo. So if you are in the market for something Southern Miss, we encourage you to go to Campus Bookmark on Hardy Street across from the Southern Miss campus or at other parts of the state. You can simply go online to campusbookmark.net, and they will deliver it right to your front door. We're at Sully's in South Hattiesburg, and as always, the food is absolutely delicious, and we have the manager here with us, and uh, you guys just keep it rolling, don't you? Yes, sir, we do. We're very proud of what we do, and we take great pride in it. Uh, is lunch a big a lunch a big part of your business for you? It is. Uh, most of our business comes through the PM hours, but we do have a very good lunch, and uh, it's getting busier every week. And do you serve at lunch the same? I guess you can buy the same food at lunch that most people would buy at dinner. Yes, sir. Uh, for the most part, we do have a Monday through Friday lunch special, and uh, that's kind of an offer that we uh, that we offer exclusively during the day. It's uh, several different entrees. Uh, it's discounted. Uh, we don't offer it at night, but we offer it during the day. Right. Talk a little bit about all the artwork that's in here. I don't know that we've ever really talked to you much about that, but it all stems for this area that's right down the road from us where they had this very famous heavyweight fight many years ago, and that, am I right, is where the name of the restaurant came from. It is. It's the uh, Sullivan Kilrain fight that happened in 1889, right up the road about, uh, about a mile from here. Uh, we have uh, the different art on the on the uh, hang, hung throughout the restaurant of the of the Sullivan brothers. Uh, you know, a little bit, uh, a few pictures of the fight, the actual fight that happened, and uh, just uh, just uh, things that happened that day. So these are actual pictures from the day that event occurred. It is, uh, and it said that uh, water was sold at the uh, at the fight, and this is in 1889. Uh, water was sold at the fight, cold water for ten dollars a glass. Really? So very, the only the very wealthy, you know, would have uh, would be drinking the cold water. But <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, sir, that's one of the facts uh, from that day. It was a very very hot day extremely hot and uh they were serving water by the glass cold water and and i understand too it it was the last legal bare knuckle heavyweight championship that ever occurred in the country yes sir right down the road that's crazy isn't it it is it's neat to have a little piece of history in this area and uh, be part of it in a way through sully's restaurant it's uh on the back of our menus, we have a uh, story of the fight and uh, 
It's just really neat. It's really cool. It's a cool part of history, and uh, we're very proud to be part of it. All right, so it's the weekend. Special things happen on the weekend? Well, we have our uh, specials. We have uh, some of the best specials uh, in Hattiesburg, we believe. And uh, both the Hattiesburg and the Pedal Store uh, both run a fish special and a chef special. Uh, from what I'm being told, uh, it was so popular last night, we sold out of both. Really? So uh, Chef Vinny is uh, creating another fish special and another chef special for tonight, and I believe he's back there practicing it now. Saltwater fish. Yes, sir. I got you. Sometimes it may be salmon, sometimes it may be snapper. We have uh, amberjack from time to time. Which is a very good fish. Yes. Yes, sir, it is. And, uh, you know, whatever uh, we can get that's uh, extremely fresh, if it was swimming yesterday, we want to have it today in the restaurant. Now, when we come down here once a month or so, we're always sitting here on this little stage where you walk right into the bar part of the restaurant. So live music here? Live music every night, my man. Every night? Every night, but Sunday. We're closed on Sundays. Live music at both locations uh, every night. Every I'm going to guess this is acoustic music that goes well with dining. It is. It's nothing too crazy or uh, loud or in your face. No it's, ACDC. Uh, no ACDC. Uh, <laughs> we'd be happy to have them, though. <laughs> All right. Now, we always come here, but there's the Sully's in Pedal, correct? It is. Right across the river, right there on uh, Evelyn Gandy. Mm, same menu? Same menu, same food, different building. And we hear rumors that there may be a third Sully's of the works. Is that something we can talk about? I can confirm. It's in the works uh, currently for our Gulfport location. Mm-hmm. So how, when do you think that would be opened? I've been hearing through the vine uh, late March, early April, maybe into May. Uh, it just depends when everything comes together. We've got a group of people down there right now making it happen, getting all the, uh, getting all the necessary preparations in order, uh, permits, etc., and uh, but it's something that is definitely happening, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be soon. All right. See, there's one Sully's, then there's two Sully's, now there's three Sully's. That tells me something's working. What has been the secret to Sully's? It is consistency. It is consistency. It's having the best cooks in Hattiesburg. It's having the best service staff in Hattiesburg. It's uh, having the best food in Hattiesburg, and it's doing it consistent. If you come in on a Tuesday night and you order whatever it is you order, you're going to come in on the next Tuesday night, order the same thing, and it's going to be the same way. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get any surprises. It's, uh, it's consistency within the menu every shift. Mm-hmm. And service is so important when you go to a restaurant. You go out to eat. You know you don't want to. You don't want to find yourself sitting there an hour and fifteen minutes. You want to. You want to come in and within a reasonable amount of time have your food cooked and brought to you and uh, and provide yes, service. So, what is it you guys have been able to do that has kept that level so high? Well, we uh, we hire the best in Hattiesburg, and we retain the best in Hattiesburg. We have some of the best uh, servers in Hattiesburg. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a lot of it, just like you said, with service. And uh, if you come in, you're not going to have a bad experience here. I got you. I'm having some trouble hearing uh, the bumper music, so uh, be sure, if you will, back in the studio to let us know. Excuse me. Let us know when we get to the bumper music. A little loud and, uh, and very difficult for me to hear. All right. So 
Okay, so what would you tell a family that may be thinking about going out and eat this weekend? What sort of things could they come here and enjoy? Well, we have a wide variety of things, but it's not too busy. We have a core uh, a core menu of uh, steaks. We have seafood. We have a couple of pasta dishes. It's not too busy to where you're rolling through 16 pages of a menu, but you're going to find something within a wide scale of what you like. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a fish special uh, generally every night, a chef special every night. Um, you know, and just uh, just an array of things without making your mind spin. Now, on this side where we're sitting, we're in Tavern 75, so there are libations as well. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> this uh, this side here, Tavern 75, uh, was nicknamed uh, somewhat after the fight that went 75 rounds that That's day. That's crazy, isn't it? That's insane. They don't make them like that anymore. No. That doesn't even seem possible, does it? Uh-uh. That's something else. Uh, but, uh, that's where that's a little nickname for our tavern, where it came from, where the 75 rounds fight there, fought there in uh, 1889, back on that hot day. And you got the TVs in here for sports guys that want to watch sports? We do. We have uh, people that are uh, wanting to watch basketball, baseball, football. Uh, If we can accommodate them, we certainly will. And I see people eating at the bar. So, I mean, you can come in, have a drink at the bar, have your meal brought right to you at the bar. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have the best bartenders, the best cocktail waitresses, and the best servers. All right. For people that don't know, give us the locations of where they can find Sully's. Sully's in Hattiesburg is right off of Highway 11, off of uh, Sullivan Kilrain Road, behind the uh, behind the Lake Serene Grocery, and uh, the uh, Sullivan the Sully's and Pedal is on Evelyn Gandy. They're going into Pedal. And hours. Uh, hours of operation are the same uh, for each store. We're open at 11 o'clock a.m., and we close Monday through Wednesday at 10, and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday at 11. And no reservation required? No reservation uh, required. Uh, we do not take reservations on the weekend, but you can go to our website at ilovesullies.com and book a reservation for Monday through Thursday. Yeah, well, look, we always appreciate being invited down here. You guys are always so nice to us, and you feed us, and you make us feel real welcome, and, and we're grateful to you well, for that. Well, it's always uh, good to be on. I enjoy it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, my man. I appreciate it very much. We're broadcasting from Sully's here. In South Hattiesburg, but uh, as we were just discussing, there's also a Sully's that you can enjoy over in Pedal if you're in that area of the state. So I want to thank you again for having us down. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Eagle Hour will continue from Sully's in South Hattiesburg right after this.
Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Broadcasting live from the original Sully's, I guess you could say, here off of the Interstate 59 South Hattiesburg exit on your way to Purvis, if you're headed to Purvis on Highway 11. Of course, the Sully's in Petal and soon in Gulfport. Quality never goes out of style, never anywhere in the world, and that's why the Sully's quality and the word of mouth about Sully's great food and restaurants are spreading all across the south and again we'll keep you up to date when the one on the gulf coast gets open so when you go down there to the casinos or whatever you like to do down there you can keep sully's in mind yesterday in scuba the macjc known as the toughest league in america the toughest junior college league in america crowned its men's basketball champion pearl river community college from poplarville ranked uh, depending on which poll you look at anywhere from one to about four in the country and pearl river factually remains the only junior college team still undefeated well, that kind of gives away the secret that Pearl River won the state uh, championship last night, defeating the number one seed from the north, northeast, by a score of 79 to 69. And joining us now on uh, our Super Talk Mississippi hotline from, I'm, I'm presuming, Coach Chris Oney. You're in Poplarville. There I am. Okay. Well, it's good to have you along. you you got to be worn out, Coach. Three games in three days or has it has it sunk in is the adrenaline still pumping tell us how you're feeling right now uh, i'll tell you i'm still working on on fumes i can tell you that I, I just woke up about 30 minutes ago and i just filled my stomach with pizza <laughs> so now i'm ready to go back to sleep you know so i don't know but you'll probably have to do this again after i wake up from a second nap hey, hey <laughs> breakfast of champions is cold pizza man and i know Northeast, here's something, Bob Getty, a lot of people might know. Northeast, the team that Pearl River beat last night, had only lost one game all year. Yeah. So between between these two teams, they were like 48-1, and one, and Pearl River emerged uh, victorious. But I know going into the tournament, Coach, you thought of all the teams that you played, regardless, that you're, that Northeast was a pretty good matchup for you. Yes? Tell, tell me why. Yeah, well, you know, on film, it, it jumped out that, you know, they, they were the most – I guess, complete team, you know, that we would face all year. You know, generally, you know, the teams we played this year, they either had really good guard play or they really had really good post play. I thought that, you know, Northeast, you know, was a team that had both, you know, as we do. Uh, so I knew it would be be a challenge, and I knew we would have to put our best foot, you know, our best foot forward, and I knew we had to be locked in, you know, for 40 minutes. And I think the kids came out, and that's what they did. Now, we talked about Tay Hardy, your outstanding point guard, who is headed to Southern Miss. Tell us about some of your other kids. You've still got some work to do. You've got the Region 23 tournament, but most uh, most insiders think that you guys have locked down at the very least and at large bid at the National Junior College Tournament in Hutchinson, Kansas. You do still have some work to do, but, but some of your players have already committed. Tell us about uh, some of those players, where they're headed. Oh, well, you know, you know Tay Hardy. You know, he's committed to Southern Miss, and he was he was outstanding last night. He got us off to a really good start. I think he came around one time and scored you know, three or four times in a row. Well, he assisted on, like, our first six out of seven baskets. Uh, then uh, Isaiah Moore, you know, he's already signed with St. John, and he averaged a double-double in the state tournament. I mean, he was he was lights out, you know, all three games. Uh, Rob Brown was, was, was really good. You know, I, I think the first game, he struggled some the first game finding his rhythm. Over the next game, he came back, and he had like 28 points, and I, I don't remember how many rebounds. 
but he's committed to Tulsa. Uh, and, and Cam Smith, you know, who's who, who played his way, played played his way up this, this past few weeks uh, from uh, out of Oklahoma. You know, he's he receiving interest from Southland schools and you know and all around. Uh, he was he was really good. You know, he, he defended, he rebounded, so he made timely timely shots. You know, he he was he was really good. And then Kevin Allen, you know, Kevin Allen, you know, is a kid that started for us just about every game he's been here. Uh, I thought he came in and he, he played outstanding. Uh, so I was proud of all of them. Coach, yesterday I was talking to a Southern Miss guy about your basketball team, and and uh, we were talking about Hardy, and he asked me, what are the chances of him ending up somewhere other than Southern Miss even because it's simply a commitment? What are your thoughts about that, Coach? Because I know other schools are obviously going to come after the kid. Well, well, you know, one of the things that, you know, I believe in over here in this program is your word, you know, and not only just this program, but, you know, we we try to do our best to, you know, raise them to be, or not raise them, I guess, but, you know, kind of teach them to be men. And one of the things about being being a man is, you know, hold on to your word, you know, and when you get somebody your word on something, you know, you, you got to stand by that, you know, unless something, you know, crazy happened that you know none of us none of us could have imagined you know uh, uh, but but as far as I know you know Tay Hardy he wears around his Southern Miss t-shirt uh, he wears around his Southern Miss hat you know I think he he's excited you know uh, to stay in his area and, and to play there you know at Southern Miss with, with Jay Landon who I think is is doing, is doing an outstanding job uh, so so I don't I don't think you know Anything would happen but that. Southern Miss to the top, ain't that's what it is? You know, I don't know I'm a hotty tally guy. That's it. But I've been hearing I've been hearing y'all saying Southern Miss to the top. Huh? So <laughs> I think Tay's all in on that. <laughs> Coach Chris Oney's with us. He's the head basketball coach at Pearl River. His team's still undefeated. 25 teams have tried. 25 have failed. They'll go on now to the Region 23 championship where they will try to defend that title. They are the Region 23 champions from last year. To further not talk about Tay Hardy specifically, Chris Oney, but the fact that a Pearl River guy is going to Southern Miss, what does that do for exposure for your program in South Mississippi to Southern Miss fans, we'll be seeing on that roster that Tay Hardy came from Pearl River. Well, I, I tell you, it, 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 you have to. I guess you have to correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, I, I was told that Tay Hardy would be the first from Pearl River to Southern Miss, which is really? mind blowing. Mind blowing to me. Yeah, I mean, he he. It just makes sense to me, you know. Especially now, you know, we, we've been, you know, really, really good. And we got guys all across the country that's helping, you know, helping other programs uh, that we got to sit at home and watch on TV. Where now we'll have a guy that 30, 30 miles down the road, you know, that, that our fans here love watching play. You know, I know my, me and my son, you know, my son will be at just about every game that we can be at. I just think, you know, it's just, it's just going to bridge the gap, you know, uh, uh, that I don't think it should have ever been a gap. You know, between between uh, Poplarville and, and Hattiesburg, uh, so I think it's going to bring you know a, a, a different some different fans over to the game, and, and I think you know the fans, the present fans at Southern Miss will, will enjoy watching Tay Hardy compete. Well, we've seen that in, in other sports, and you're you're right on the money about that, Coach. Uh, with this magnificent basketball team that you've had all year, how many different college? coaches and scouts have you seen at your games 
Oh my God, uh, Coach Sowers, you know, he keeps a running tab on it. He posts on Twitter. You know, we, we, we 100 and something, you know, different, different schools and different programs and coaches uh, have, have been over here and, and watched us practice or watched us play. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. You know, it's great for the guys. You know, uh, it, it also helps me with recruiting, you know, because we, we've had. Sure someone over here, you know, from just about every conference. You know, we've heard from every conference, I know, but we've had, you know, a coach or two from, uh, from just about every con- conference in the country come over here and look at our guys and, and, and try to recruit them. And as a coach, as a coach, and I think we've got just a minute or two left, Coach, but as a coach, what is your role in guiding these kids, you know, when they're being recruited by different schools? What, to what degree can you give them advice? Well, I, I just give them, you know, you know, you know. That's a that's a really good question because when I recruit guys, and I tell them and their parents, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna really get involved with, with your recruiting unless you ask me to. And if you ask me to, I'm gonna give you my honest, you know, assessment of my honest opinion of what level you should go, you know. But I very, I very seldom tell a kid you need to go here, you need to go there, you know. Uh, I think my job, you know, as their coach at the time at this situation is to kind of guide them to what level that I think that they can play in, you know, because, you know, some guys, you know, want to just go to the biggest and the, the highest school that's recruiting them and they get there, then they're not happy, you know. You know, so, you know, case mm-hmm. in point, you know, uh, uh, Brandon Rochelle, you know, he could have went play the Big 12, you know, he could have went back to the SEC probably if he wanted to, but, you know, I advised him, like, you know, that level that he went to, I thought, you know, was a pretty good level for him and, and he, He's doing outstanding. It's it's interesting that, that Coach Chris Oni of Pearl River says that he won't get involved in kids recruiting unless they ask. But uh, ref, referees in the MAGs, MACJC never ask Coach Oni to get involved in officiating, but he seems to tell them <laughs> without them asking. I wish we could pass a rule. I wish we could pass a rule that I can coach and referee. I'm telling you, it'll be so much of a smoother game if I could coach and referee at the same time. Well, Coach, thanks for your time very much. Uh, I just think whoever's listening, they need to write you a really big check for the job you're doing down there uh, and, and keep you at Pearl River. And Coach, we appreciate your time, sir, very much. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, Dr. Brewer's email is dbrewer at prcc.edu. You can send that email to me. <laughs> All right. Eagle Hour will be right back. All right. Southern Miss to the top. Welcome back to Sully's here in South Hattiesburg. That's where we're broadcasting the Eagle Hour this afternoon, and we're glad you're with us 
around the state. Want to thank uh, Hattiesburg Toyota for their support of the show. Great place for you to buy a car, SUV, or truck. Big, big inventory on Highway 98 West. They sell probably as many cars as anybody here in South Mississippi for good reason. You'll always find a good price, and you'll always enjoy service after the sale. And Kelly, if I were to want to call and check on the price of a car at Hattiesburg Toyota, do you have any idea what number I would call? Uh, I do. It's 601-544-9630, 544-9630. And if you forget that number, all you have to do is drive west on Highway 98 and see the big billboard out there that has the phone number right in front of the right in front of the car there dealership. You go. All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you tuning in this afternoon. Conference USA Baseball just about to get underway as Southern Miss is over in Lake Charles, Louisiana, and they are just moments away from playing Valpo. Some other Conference USA action, a game that started at 12 noon. Texas Tech is playing at Florida Atlantic. That's a pretty good matchup there for the weekend. That would be worth the, the price of admission. Yeah, Texas Tech is one of those programs now. They used to kind of be also rands in just about every sport, but they've really stepped up. That school in Lubbock, Texas, has really up, uh, upped its game in just about every sport. St. John's is at Charlotte this weekend. They're going to actually throw first pitch at 2 o'clock. Uh, as we said, Valpo and Southern Miss about to uh, tip things off or get things underway there. Yale is at Old Dominion. That actually is a 2 p.m. start. I'm not sure what this is with all the early afternoon games. Western Kentucky is at USC Upstate. Kelly, do you have any idea where USC Upstate might be? That's okay. South Carolina, but I don't know what, uh, what city it's in. Here's another good matchup. Pepperdine is at Florida International for the weekend. That's a 5 o'clock start. Maine is at Louisiana Tech. They must feel lost over in Ruston, Louisiana. The Black Bears of Maine. Yeah, I remember you know, a few years ago they came down here in football and beat Mississippi State. And, and I, rem- you talked about that Pepperdine FIU. That is about as far as two schools can go right. away from each other. Pepperdine, Pepperdine is literally on the Pacific Ocean out there in Malibu, California. Right. Miami of Ohio is in Birmingham this weekend to take on UAB. The Golden Eagles are set to play uh, today at 2. They're set to play McNeese State tomorrow at 1, followed by a rematch with Valpo at 4, and uh, then they'll wrap up the weekend Sunday afternoon at McNeese State. We haven't talked much about McNeese State this week, but they're pretty salty. Yeah, they were a regional team last year, and again, it's that, it's that sneaky conference, the Southland, which you don't really hear anything about, you know, much about anyway, until baseball season. And you better make sure that you're taking care of business because you got teams in that league, including Southeastern Louisiana and Northwestern State, is out to an 8-1 start. That was a regional team a couple years ago up at the Oregon State Regional. So uh, just because you haven't heard of the Southland in football or basketball doesn't mean you shouldn't pay attention in baseball because they're pretty good and of course McNeese is one of the powers this year in in uh, in the Southland so Southern Miss basketball will play at UTEP it's a weird Sunday game right starts at uh, two o'clock our time no two o'clock El Paso time three o'clock our time and interestingly Pearl River Community College is hosting some of the, the next round of the high school basketball playoffs and I'm sitting there yesterday and who do I see sitting in the stands just just being himself and having a good time. Former UTEP coach 
And Southern Miss guy Tim Floyd, former Chicago Bull coach Tim Floyd. He was indeed has you know lives down in the Poplarville area, has some acreage, so it was good to see him. And uh, it reminded me of that UTEP Southern Miss series. I gather he wasn't working like an extra job selling concessions or anything. Probably don't. Probably don't need just that. just kind of hanging out, enjoying retirement. You know, he coached at Iowa State before he went. You know, to take the job with the Bulls, mm-hmm. and I was kind of kidding with him. I said, "Man, you could have been an Ames the rest of your life." Making a million bucks. Who wants to be in Ames the rest of their life, Kelly? Well, but, I mean, you wouldn't even have to win every single game and still be very, very wealthy, I'm right? I'm sure it's a lovely community. I've never been. Well, I asked him, I said, why would you go coach the Chicago Bulls? He said, i got about five million reasons why I would, yeah, I would go coach the hey, Bulls. Hey, one, two, before we run out of time, congratulate some kids from the track and field team, senior high jumper Eric Richards. Uh, and four women uh, of the USM Distance Medley Relay Team, sophomore Taylor Harris, senior Sarah McMillan, Savannah McMillan, and Sandra Sapat, all named first team all-conference USA in track and field. So congratulations uh, to those young people. And our track team continues to make national headlines. The track team continues to be very, very good. And they, they moved to the outdoor that. season after finishing the Conference USA indoor season, I think either last week or the week before. So things start to warm up and, more importantly, dry out. They'll be able to get some more work right. in you know, outdoors. All right, next Tuesday, I learned this before I came down here this afternoon, next Tuesday, San Francisco 49er Nick Mullins will be joining us. And... Uh, We'll have Nick for a couple of segments next Tuesday to talk about life on the big stage with the NFC champion, San Francisco 49ers. He can probably give us some insight, too, the NFL Combine, which is taking place now on the NFL Network. You can see how much, how many. Yeah, which we understand, as you said earlier, one of the Southern Miss kids doing very well. Quez Watkins tore it up yesterday. Just did a great job, and we're glad for him. All right, so make a note. Nick Mullins on the Eagle Hour next Tuesday. We're looking forward to uh, talking to him and a great kid. A kid that could probably start for some NFL things. But, then, but for the autograph hounds, we're going to have him on the phone, yes? He will be on the phone. Yeah, That's yeah. my understanding. So don't be, I, I, he may still be in San Francisco. Yeah, much. Don't be hanging out autograph hounds wanting stuff to be signed because he won't be there. All right. want to thank Sully's here in South Hattiesburg for having us down this afternoon. Uh, always, uh, always a great meal. And uh, folks down here are always very, very nice. It's a great place to come this weekend if you want to eat out. Start the weekend off here, even on your way home from work. Maybe the steak right. night on Friday night is what put them on the map to begin yes, with. Correct. Yeah. And uh, I will be thinking about you later tonight. I'm going to the Guess Who concert. Sing me. You want to sing me one tune? I know a judge is threatened to. American woman, stay away from me. American. Are we still on the air? I think we are. We're probably not much longer now. <laughs> People are going, why? Michael Tom, sitting over there. He's on a musician. What, yeah. what would you say, Michael? One to ten? One to ten, Michael. Write that performance. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.